0: Thanks for joining us for the Hospitality Hangout, a hospitality-focused podcast, where the founders of Branded Strategic share their insights and bring technology and innovation leaders that are making things happen in the industry we love. My name is Jimmy Frischling, otherwise known as The Finance Guy. I'd like to introduce my partner, Mr. Michael Schatzberg, also known as The Restaurant Guy. And thank you for that very kind introduction,
1: Jimmy. To all who's listening, feel free to call me Schatzie. And together, we're the personalities behind branded hospitality ventures. We work at the intersection of hospitality, technology, innovation, capital, burgers, chicken, tacos, and <laughs> anything else you can find over it. Uh, I'm not going to say. I'm not going to say. But, Jimmy, i got to tell you, we got a fantastic guest right now. Fantastic, Wayne in the guys, fantastic. room is one of the most incredible guests I think we've ever had on the program. So before we get to the guest, Jimmy... I just want to talk to you about uh, something that's very near and dear to my heart. It's Boom.Store. Jimmy,
0: do you know what this is? Boom.Store. Please educate me, my mind, my small mind. Let me tell you something. If you're an an operator
1: and you're looking for the latest and greatest in technology solutions, you're like, where do I find a delivery platform? Where do I find an inventory platform? Where do I find something for, uh, I don't know, procurement? Big word, right, Jim? Google. Procurement. Google. We no, use Google, no, right? No, 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 not Google. was 1995, Jimmy. Yahoo was 1990. Today, it's Boom store. You go to boom. Boom. To boom store, it will give you boom. all search, rate, review. You find all the best Technology for the hospitality food service space. It is connecting all the operators with the greatest technology solutions. I'm talking, Jimmy, point of sale systems. I'm talking inventory platforms, purchasing platforms, delivery platforms. You name it. Boom. Got it. Boom. You find everything you need there. So go check out Boom right now. Jimmy, all you got to do is sign up. Have your credit card handy because do you know how expensive this thing is? You better have a Patten or Centurion card, my friend. You know what it costs?
0: how much does it cost? What does it cost? Zero,
1: bubby. That's right. You Zero. put it on your Amex card, you're not even getting miles because it's no charge. It's free to everybody, Jimmy. How do we make money on this thing? Jimmy, I'm not going to lie to you. We don't make any money on this thing. Right <laughs> <now>. <laughs> volume. The answer is volume. 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 You make is it the volume. 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 Anyway, Jimmy, it <laughs> was a shameless plug by Boom. Check it all out. Now let's get to our guest. Because he's
0: amazing. Yes. Yes, he is. Now, this is very exciting. And Chancy, I'm not going to necessarily disagree with your preamble about what an amazing guest we have. But just to be clear, we've done like 120 podcasts. And if you single out our guest today, who is a great one, as the single best guest we've had, we've just angered 120 or so people. So, how about we just say he's among the greatest guests we've ever had? Because that way, you know who our guest is next week? Oh, greatest guest we've ever had. <laughs> oh, my, greatest guest we ever had. Great. So your sincerity, sh- Shats, I'm going to call you Shatsy, Mr. Sincere Shatsberg. Listen, before we get started, we are very excited, okay? We have today the CEO and the co-founder of Show, our friend, Mr. Otto Offman. Otto, we are so excited to have you on the podcast. But before we let you jump in, and I know you're, you're getting ready to go and you're like, why did I agree to do this if then you guys don't even let me speak? But before we let Otto jump on in and jump into uh, this, this podcast with us, we have a segment called Trivia Tuesday that we're very excited about. You know, because we uh, our podcasts are released on Tuesdays, we now have Trivia Tuesdays each week. We have a fun trivia question about our guests. But here's the catch. You have to stick around and tune in at the end of the episode to find out the answers. It's becoming my favorite
1: little segment, Jimbo. This could be the
0: best segment in all podcast history. Not the best. No. Not but not, I would not, say okay. top, top ten. Top ten. Okay, listen. The game is called Two Truths and a Lie. Two truths and a lie. Okay, we're going to give you three facts about our friend Otto. Two are true. One is false. Here we go. Fact one. Otto was kicked out of school for hacking into the school computer network. Whoa. Fact two. I've known Otto Otto for a while now. I got to be honest with you. I can believe that. All right. Otto speaks four languages fluently. Fact three. I can believe that. Otto played professional soccer for eight years. Years. I gotta tell you, I do think this may be the most challenging and difficult. Yeah, but I, to, I've to seen auto
1: like and I've seen soccer players and I love the guy, but he seems too short and he seems too like he doesn't seem like like I watch the Premier League every Saturday, Jimmy. I don't know, he do like those guys. He's gorgeous. Don't giving, get me wrong.
0: I'm giving I'm giving you I'm giving you my Irish, my Irish uh symbol. Um and, and it's, it's on the screen that it's, it's it's probably not known by most. But, um, my, my, like, but, get out here! My, but mess but Messi Messi right now the great soccer player If asking about you're too too short he's too short. To he's he's in Ushanti. Go, go, shut the F up. Okay, listen, enough banter. We got it. We got to bring Otto into the into the mix. Remember, stick around at the end of the show to, to hear the real story of two truths and a lie. Otto, we're thrilled to have you uh, on the podcast with us. We're big fans. Uh, please, let, let you take the lead. Give us a little background about yourself and, of course, your fabulous company, Pinchos.
2: All right. Well, thank you. Thank you, gentlemen. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Um, I am not 5'2", by the way. I'm 5'9". So I just want to say that, uh, you know, for that trivia yeah. question.
1: Just want to put I had, out. When I, when I yeah. the last time I saw you, I, I was drinking heavily. And uh, <laughs> I don't know. I felt like I was yeah. standing at a table or something. So you look very short.
0: There you go.
2: But anyway, so yeah, thank you, guys. Um, a little bit about me. Um, born and raised in Brazil. Moved to the States when I was 16, 17 years old. My background is I'm a, I was a software developer, uh for many years and then i got into design and advertising so most recently prior to pincho i was a creative director at a big ad agency called sapient nitro uh you know just creating um you know campaigns for a big big brand so a lot of fun until i decided to open up pincho together with my co-founders and uh on a high level pincho we are a premium latin street food concept so we are burgers kebabs Uh, with a Latin twist. Um, You know, we are currently at 10 units here in Miami and uh, actively growing into the Houston market. So very, very exciting times for us.
1: That is awesome, Otto. And I got to tell you, I remember speaking to you quite a few years ago when someone said, have you ever been to Pinchos? And I reached out to you because people are like, the food is freaking awesome. And my son goes to the University of Miami, and I said, you got to check out this Pinchos. And he did, and he reported back that it was some of the best food he would ever had. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, so I've been intrigued by you and Pinchos ever since, and we've been fortunate enough now to become friends, see each other a lot, and I know you've partnered up with uh, our mutual friend, Andrew Smith over at savory. And, uh, and you guys are growing gangbusters. My understanding is that you have 10 stores now, but you've signed leases and deals that you will have over 5,000 stores before the end of the year. Is that true? <laughs> yeah.
2: You know, oh, it's,
0: yeah, it's between
1: 5,000 yeah. 5, stores before the end of the year. It will be the fastest growing restaurant chain in the history of <laughs> restaurant chains, excited. But before we get into how you can create 5,000 stores in one year, I want to just, you're an art director, you're creative, you were in Brazil playing professional soccer for eight years. Um, <laughs> before, so let's just talk about, so you're playing soccer, you're a professional player in Brazil, you're unbelievable. And then you decide, no, I want to open a restaurant.
2: Right.
1: Tell us how that happened. Right, right, right. How do you go so- from a professional soccer player uh, you're speaking languages like crazy—four or five languages—and now you open restaurants. Tell us how you do this.
2: There you go. Well, you know, it's actually a, a really funny you know, story. You know, yeah, you did there. Yeah, I think I think everyone saw what you did there. Yeah, I think everyone. I think we, saw. we all we all saw yeah. it. Um, you know, we I I got into I got into design early on, and uh, like I said, I I was I'm a big computer nerd, and I uh, got into design. And I was working for this ad agency. But prior to that, I did a lot of work for the hospitality industry. So the biggest nightclubs in Miami, the biggest restaurants. I was part of a boutique agency that that's what we did for a living. We branded them. We created campaigns for them. So I kind of fell in love with hospitality from from then on. And my mom's recipe for the kebab. That's what pincho means, by the way, here in Miami is a a slang for kebab. That's what it's a Spanish slang for kebab. Mm -hmm. I, my friends fell in love with my family recipe and love and to the point that they used to call my house all the time and say hey you know is it okay if we bring two pounds of steak this week and can you mom just people
1: were coming over your house you're thinking you're really popular everyone likes you but really they just, <laughs> they just like just- your mom's kebab and they just <laughs> what, the recipe? for so many friends <laughs> <laughs> exactly
2: and it became a thing it became a thing and then I said you know what one day I'm going to open something with my family recipe one day, right? But then life happened and I, I went on and I was working at, you know, at this big ad agency on, on a crazy 4th of July barbecue, having some drinks with uh, my co-founders. Um, we decided to go for it. We said, you know, I told Nadal at the time, I'm like, hey, listen, you don't, you, let's open a restaurant. I've always wanted to do this one thing. I'm, I'm a marketing branding guy. I'll do all of that work and you run the spa and we'll put my mom's recipe and so on and so forth. And that,
1: and we just wanted to open one unit. Your, did right. you bring your mom into the kitchen? Did you oh, did yeah. you have your mom start cooking?
2: No, no, no. I didn't bring her. She taught us how to cook her recipe. She was our mystery shopper, though. She was our most critical mystery shopper. She used to go, sure. "Oh my God!" This lady would walk into the restaurant, you know, any given time, and and go behind the counter, start start telling the the team what to do and how to do it. It was it, it was hilarious. Thank God for bring mom. Yeah, yeah. Long story short, you know, um, I quit my career, right? It took off. The business took off. It was a big decision for me, right? I was, I was already 15 years into design and creativity in and that world and, and, you know, growing in, in my corporate career. But I, um, I'm an entrepreneur at heart. You know, I, I was born to uh, immigrant uh, uh, entrepreneurs. My dad and my mom have been entrepreneurs since, since they were kids, And it was just in our blood. So I said, you know what? I just got to quit. So I quit my career and I went Petra
0: full time. And here we are. I love it. Unbelievable. It is a great story. I love the shout out and respect to the mama. And I got to tell you, uh, Fountains of Wayne could have done, uh, forget Stacy's mom. This is Otto's mom, man. This is all about Otto's mom. I love this. Tribute to you. Uh, and your family, listen. Uh, love the story uh, on the success of fellow operators and and we really you you're a brand uh, and a company to to for people to watch. Um, some people may, you know argue that hitting the masses um, equals success. and and certainly, we understand that the numbers do matter and there's economies of scale with that type of growth. But you guys, I think have' earned a cult classic status. Um, and 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 cult classic. A cult classic is a status that, it doesn't just mean you've made it, but it means it's something special, and I think that's what we consistently hear about Pinchot, Is that you guys have a cult classic, Jimbo? Uh, we're called something. I don't know. If called classic yet? But 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 uh, but by the way, I uh, but Pincho and Otto's on his way. So so Pincho has gone from you you know kind of like an in the know. It was like the local secret to now an incredibly well known Miami concept. Um, gracing many national foodie must try lists, and now you're moving to the to the great big state of Texas. Can you share a little bit of how working to keep you're working to keep your local cool vibe as you continue to grow and, and expand?
2: Uh, yeah, a lot of thought goes into that. It's incredibly, incredibly hard to scale that intimacy, scale that that local vibe, local flair. I think a lot about that. That's honestly, as a founder, that's priority. All day, every day. How do we how do we grow and how do we grow without selling out? Still being that local, cool neighborhood spot. You know, look, um, did we set out to build this cult-like following? We didn't. We we opened this one restaurant, and and honest to God, Miami showed us so much love. And we grew from our guests. Our guests were the ones that kind of dictated our menu that we invited them to be part of. What Pincho was all about as we grew this brand. So to see to to be able to say that we're cult like, it's on, and honestly it's an honor for us here in Miami. So many people love our, our brand, and it's actually extremely humbling. Now, how do we make you know the the, the amazing folks of Texas kind of feel that, feel that vibe, and how do we scale that? That 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 is a huge challenge, and uh, we're thinking a lot about it, thinking about a lot about how to be part of the fabric of Houston, how to really invite the locals to feel that sense of ownership that Miamians have over Pincho is a big task and it's all we're thinking about. And so I'm very excited about it, but at at the core, man, it starts with people. It starts with just hiring a kick-ass team. Um, Not only a team from Miami that's going to be going to Texas, but also a team from Texas that will be coming to Miami so they can really understand the vibe and understand what we're all about so that cross pollination is what we're trying to do right now so big task but i'm very excited about it
1: very cool i think you're gonna crush it i gotta tell you you know listen i mean we've been in the restaurant space here in new york city for quite a few years um and and we had a couple of burger joints we had a big Daddies. we had a couple big Daddies locations here in the city it was burger burgers uh shakes and tots um and 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 burgers are a big deal everyone loves a good burger Um, I'm going to brag a little bit more about you because I got to tell you, not only uh, are you a great soccer player, not only do you speak seven or eight languages, not only are you incredibly handsome, but you've also won the best burger at the South beach food and wine festival, the Miami burger fest, the burger beast hamburger house party. And you were rated top burger by one of my favorite, um, Places to get my uh, where I'm going to eat. Eater, Eater. I guess it's not Eater. You know, it's Eater.com. Whatever Eater, but whatever Eater is today. I, but Eater. Uh, you know, you go to Eater. You know, I love Eater. Anyway, can you what What's the secret sauce? How you could make the best burger? I mean, you're you're, you're, you're making kebabs. Your mom's right. got a great kebab recipe, but I don't see SoBe saying you're the best Bob. They're saying you're the best burger. Talk to me. <laughs>
2: Well, you know, I get I get asked that question a lot. How come you guys became popular for burgers? And the answer is because there are no kebab competitions. That's the answer. <laughs> there
1: was no kebab. Oh, is that, what, is that what it is? So, so, right, so Miami Burger Fest needs to be the Miami
0: Kebab Fest. Kebab <laughs> Fest? No, that that would be like that'd be like during the Michael Jordan years. It's like auto and Pinchos, and then who else is playing in the kebab? So fest,
1: we right? got to get the kebab beast. So kebab house party. There you go.
2: You know, we actually thought about actually starting our own kebab competition because there's none. So I think it's, it's high time somebody starts uh, uh, Breaking news.
1: Break the news. I can tell you right now, I love the idea. And Jimmy is an ideas man. He's a renaissance man. And I got to tell you, Jimmy, what do you think about a kebab festival? The branded kebab festival.
0: There you go. The branded kebab festival. Sponsored
1: by the Hospitality Hangout and Chico's Bail Bonds. Chico's mailbox, Get Get bring Chico back.
2: <laughs> oh I man. Love it. Yeah. No. But look, we 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 were we were smart enough. I think not not because we you know strategize this, but we were smart enough early on to bring on the director of culinary when we had one store. So we are the fast casual that had a a chef since store number one, right? And uh, and then that really played a huge huge role. So Adrian Sanchez is currently still with us still today he's our director of culinary he's an incredible 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 uh chef and he's the guy behind all of the sauce right the secret the burgers and all of that we were so the burger bash event that you just spoke about the south beach Wine and food burger bash we were the first miami brand to ever win it it was bobby flay and Michael Simon, year after year. This is, you know, the, the the food festival. You guys have one in New York, too, right? The, uh, yeah, which, that uh, makes no sense. These guys aren't from Miami. Right. right. So, yeah, because it's it's burger joints from all over the country. They all come to South Beach, and they all compete on the sand. And it was celebrity chefs winning it left and right. So we won it for the first time in 2015, and that was a huge deal. And then we won it again in 2019. So it, we
1: were – and so now we're – What does it cost for you to win an event like that? How much do you have to pay off the judges and stuff?
2: <laughs> you know, uh, a few a few uh, gift cards, I think. It's, it's yeah,
1: I, I figured, like, some gift cards, whatever, right?
2: Uh, yeah, no, look, the judges every year, are different judges. But we won we the people's choice, and that's what matters, right? So you have the judges' choice and yes. the people's choice. We won the people's choice where everybody goes with a chip and yeah. they vote so you got about on five tomatoes
1: 000. i never i never care what the critics say i always care you know right what People said say exactly yeah exactly
2: we were lucky man That's that right we right. we had adrian on board and uh you know in 20, 2019 we've won there was four major burger competitions in 2019 we won all four
1: you know thanks unbelievable to him. So that, was that is phenomenal i'm getting <laughs> hungry just talking about that. it jim i need lunch that i'm hungry
0: I got to tell you, I, I'm getting hungry myself. Listen, um, first of all, I love what you did there, Shatsy, with the secret sauce. I don't know if you intentionally did that, but I thought the pun was appropriate. I want to add something to the secret sauce, because let me tell you something. Otto's very humble. You know I'm not that smart. <laughs> Otto's right? very humble. Let me tell you what Otto's and Pincho's secret sauce is. Love, love. That's what it is, okay? Listen, I agree. I, I strongly believe... Love that. makes everything taste better. <laughs> Always make things taste better. And, and you know what, and, in... Um, authenticity. Um, I strongly believe that the most successful companies and brands have achieved that status by having, wait for a chance, a core recipe of values. That's right. Core, I went there, core recipe of values. Pinchos is a great example of this. And I'm, I want to ask Otto to share a little bit more about the three values of Pincho: flavor, culture, and passion that are the foundation of everything you do. And I think that was awesome. It resonated with me. The FCP, the Flavor, Culture, Passion. Otto, can you expand on that for our listeners, please?
2: Absolutely. Um, again, you know, um, we're a Miami brand. So uh, so flavor matters a lot to us. Like I was just saying, we have this chef that's been with us since year one. But also, it's not just the flavor of our food, but also the flavor in which we serve our food, right? So we, we it's how to bring flavor in everything that we do. Is a big, big piece of what what Pinch is all about, uh, and then the second most important one is is culture, right? Culture is not only the culture that we're building internally for our teams, but being part of the fabric, part of the culture of Miami. So, how do you how do you create a brand that is uh, constantly um, in the know of what's happening, constantly part of you know pop culture and everything else? So. It's a core belief of ours, but then going above and beyond for our team and internally and building that amazing culture is a huge, huge uh, piece of our success. Um, and then last, uh, passion, right? If, if, you're, if you're not passionate about hospitality, you shouldn't be in this game. It's not an easy gig. You got to have passion for serving people. You have to have passion for inviting folks into your home. But also, uh, internally as a team, we have to have passion about everything that we do. So you know, um, those are our core values of the brand. Um, It's they're they're ever evolving, right? The 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 good thing about core values is that you can rewrite them, you can change them, and but you better live and breathe those core values because if you don't, then it just sends a signal that's all bullshit. Um, So you gotta you gotta write them down and live them, live live to the core values. So we've been
1: Jimmy did 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 auto just drop a. A four-letter word on our family-friendly podcast. I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> it, it, I thought, it's, I, it's thought okay. I just heard.
0: It, it's okay. I thought sure. I just heard a dirty word. Uh, it's it, there's no FCC violation. Listen, we're not before we about,
1: get into the dirty word, I don't want people calling me and complaining. So let me just immediately switch gears. Switch gears. We talked about the the values clearly. Um, one of the values is, uh, you know, dropping dirty words. Um, <laughs> let's let's talk tech, okay? Because we love technology. We love hospitality technology. Talk to me about, like, as you grow, I mean, you know, your tech stack over there at Otto's. So what are you thinking? You have 10 stores now. You're going to be growing up to, like I said, 5,000 stores by the end of the year. What kind of technology are you going to be bringing in or do you bring in um, that's going to help you grow and help uh, help you continue uh, with those core values, connecting with your customers? You're going to Houston. It's a new market. Um, you've been embedded in this Miami uh, area like you talked about, but now you're going to a new market. What kind of technology are you using? It's back of the house, front of the house, customer engagement, loyalty. What? Talk to me about that.
2: Right. So, you know, we again, you know, because of my background in tech, uh, we've been uh, very focused on technology since day one. So I'd like to say that we have for our size, we probably have one of the best tech stacks out there. You know, you guys are very well known uh, uh, for tech as well. So you 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 would appreciate, you know, our technology. But right now at the core Uh, We've been lucky that we're part of Savory, so we get to benefit from from a proprietary technology that they have built internally called Ember that really helps us with just reporting and KPIs and getting all of our managers to kind of do their self-reporting. And I think that's like a a very, very important piece on how to make sure that we're scaling our brand. But most importantly as well, we got our CRM, uh, our um, loyalty, which is THANKS. At the core, it's fantastic. I love, I love the guy. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, you know, um, AI right now is big for us as well. We just launched um, an amazing tool where where our guests can place an order via phones uh, just by simply talking to our AI. It's incredible, incredible, incredible. I'm talking about we have seen our sales just you know go up and up and up ever since we put that that in place. And the company called Kia, K-E-A. They're phenomenal. And um, honestly, man, right now is doubling down on our learning management software is how to make sure that we are scaling Pincho everywhere and everyone's being trained the same and everybody's being exposed to what the value is all about um, via our LMS. So it's called Pincho University. So we, we have a full-time person just working on that just to make sure that the content's top notch, you know, we can go on and all about tech, but you know, that's,
1: that's now nah, we don't really have time for that Otto. so we've got a lot to get to. So, uh, no, I think you said enough. I think we get it. Uh, no, because Jimmy's got some really good questions for you.
0: Shazzy, <laughs> don't be bothered that uh, that that Otto was giving out some shout outs to some of our friends and not right. necessarily port- portfolio companies. That's okay, it's a lot of love. I love it, I love it, you know. Yeah, but man. uh, you know, yeah, is- we love we love our friends with thanks. Uh, we want to learn more about Kia. This is good stuff, I like it. Listen, before we move on, I want to spend just a minute. Um, and you've mentioned it, Otto, and Shati tried to steal my, my thunder at the top of the, uh, the show. But we love the crew at Savory um, and the Savory Restaurant Fund. Um, we love your partnership with them. Um, Shout-outs to our friends uh, Andrew and Alonzo and, and the whole crew over at Savory. Um, and, and while you touched on it, just a little more on how, how, how has your business maybe evolved? since working with Savory um, um, and, and really almost like what's next. You know, you, you'd met the Savory crew. There was a little bit of flirting. There's a little bit of discussions. Things went quiet, I think for a moment. And then you guys came together and are now off to the races. I think I, I would love for you to share that with our listeners. Cause I yeah. think that's a great story.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I met Andrew and Taylor in New York, actually a long time ago. It's probably five years now, four years now. And, uh, you know, at the time I was like not really interested in in doing a, a, a majority deal with a private equity. Right. I was trying to, you know, just raise a little bit of capital, just keep growing. But then we became friends. You know, we became friends and we kept talking and they're terrific people. They're 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 amazing human beings. Hard to say no to Andrew, you know. Right, Exactly. Yeah. Very convincing.
1: He's got great hair.
2: <laughs> that's what you I, I tell all the time. I was like, like slick hair i'm like man this guy says all the right things um but no we we became friends and we we kept in touch and then the pandemic hit and um uh, they asked me how are you doing and i said better than ever you know we were you know in florida that that was one but you know again because of our technology stack and everything the pandemic was actually a really good thing for us yeah, it was unfortunate for a lot of my friends but for Pinchot, it actually made us better, right? Our sales took off and, uh, you know, they saw the potential of the brand and we kept talking and uh, then we say, you know what, let's just, let's just talk about this thing. Is there a world where we actually partner up? and uh what
1: did he say that made you say yes <laughs> how many zeros how many zeros yeah. did he write on a napkin how many zeros did he write on a napkin and say otto you say no look at this napkin and look at what i just wrote there you go uh, oh, no, no, i know no, how no, he no, works no. he's ruthless he's ruthless the way he
0: throws those zeros around I got Andrew on the speaker box listening, and he's saying, Otto, that that's between yeah, that. my name the, is Paul. My name is Paul. That's between you all. You have to yeah. share that. <laughs> so look, I,
2: I'll tell you, I'll tell you this. Um, we were talking to a lot of folks, and uh, ultimately we decided to partner up with them because of the value that they would bring, because of the platform. You guys know what savory is all about. And uh we did the deal, and honest to God, you know, uh, it has changed uh Pincho. Significantly, I
1: mean, we've become. Couldn't imagine you guys picking better partners yeah, than uh, our friends over there.
2: You know, you know, Alonzo—they're incredible operators, and <laughs> it's not just money. They're good people, and, more important. And, dude, yes, they're, they're they really the best. Are. They're the best. They changed my entire view on private equity, to be quite honest. Because as a founder, I was like, oh my god, private equity. Here comes investors are trying to really just come down, give you some money, and then and then just force you to grow for the sake of growth or whatever, make bad decisions. These guys are just fantastic. You know, I, I I joke with Andrew all the time. I'm like, once hopefully we exit Bean Show and I start another brand, I'm like, I don't know how I'm going to do it without the Saver platform. You, you're you kind of like, you're spoiled now, right? You have 60 something people in an office helping you out. It's kind of hard to go back and do it by yourself. Um, so look, it has been a phenomenal, phenomenal, phenomenal decision for the company. Uh, I wouldn't have any way. They're, they're
0: incredible. Yeah, no, I, we agree. And as Shaty said, they're really just outstanding and just really good people. Um, and I think they're, they're a special organization. And, and we love that you're part of it. Uh, you're one of their key brands. And, and again, what a great story uh, for, for you guys and our friends at Savory. Listen, um, I want to shift gears. Um, Shats and I started this podcast because we obviously like to chit chat and, uh, and talk to people. But we learned along the way, sometimes our guests have a question for us. So let's kick off talking back. Uh, we're going to give you the microphone. It's your opportunity to ask us a question. As I like to say, nothing is off the table.
2: Oh, wow. Okay. Well, my question is, I think maybe then it's uh, a little boring, but uh, I've always wondered, because we've never talked about this. How did you guys go from restaurant operators to technology investors? Like, what was the moment that you said, you know what we should do, chat? We should we should start
1: investing in startups. Yeah, no, it's a great, great, great question. Great question. Great question. We've been getting some really great questions the last couple of weeks, and I got to tell you, it's, uh, it's a, it's it's a, it's a fun, it's a fun the, little. Is this story. the best?
0: Is this the, is this the best question we've ever been asked, Shazzy? <laughs> it's,
1: it's honestly, it's Look. the best question we've ever been asked. It's the best guest with the best question, and uh, I couldn't be more excited. But. Um, All this, right, Chachi, go we, for it. We, 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 as you know, uh, own and operate restaurants, continue to, and this is going back quite, you know, a few years back. Uh, always been loving uh, tech and using tech and, uh, you know, uh, recognizing that there is a place uh, in hospitality and food service for technology and innovation. Um, you know, and um, I remember, I mean, really, the story is it's, it's we've told it before on this on this show. Uh, you know, we were renovating a store on the Upper East Side here in New York City. It was Duke's. It was uh, one of our places been around since 95. It was like a roadhouse kind of place looking to be, you know, kind of just set ourselves apart, you know, make ourselves a little different. Uh, I noticed there were some self-pouring uh, beverage companies out there that were uh, I was reading about. This is when used to it was you, you were looking at a uh, the nation's restaurant news at the, in the magazine form, you know. And flipping through, and I saw these companies doing that. I thought it was really cool. And uh, so we we encompassed that, integrated that into our renovation. We said, let's put a, a beer wall up where people could get a card and pour their own beer. And you know, that, so that's really it's automation, it's technology, it's innovation, it's all those things. Um, you know, uh, and and we started selling more beer. We we didn't have a lot of theft or lost or waste. Customers were happy. They were engaged with each other. Staff was happy. We were reducing labor costs, but they were still making uh, the tips. Um, and uh, guests were buying more beer. Uh, we, were, we were really just so excited about what had happened there. And um, I became very friendly with the founder, Josh Goodman, uh, out of Chicago. And uh, I remember just asking him, like, you know, we love what this is. We love this. Are you looking for investors? And I think we just I think I just told the story the the day, Jimmy. And he goes, uh, yeah, we are looking for investors. And he's like, yeah, we're raising money right now. We were using a convertible note. I had no idea what he was talking about, but I nodded. I'm like, oh, yeah, convertible note. We love convertible notes. We're always doing convertible notes, you know. And I quickly called Jimmy up. I'm like, Jimmy. What's a convertible note, and how do we get one? And uh, (laughs) he says, "Why?" I said, "We got it." You know that that beverage system that we got in the Upper West on the Upper East Side. He's like, I love that thing." I'm like, "We can invest in that company." And he was up. Oh my God, what a great opportunity! We brought our partner Dean in. Great opportunity. And honestly, that that's really how it started. That's hilarious. You know what? I started with me calling Jimmy about a convertible note.
2: I actually met Josh last year at the NRA in Chicago at
1: the. With Alonzo, yes. actually. Yeah, I met him because yeah. Of it's, it's funny. He's a great guy. I'll tell you, you want to hear somebody who said no? I'll give you one person. I think there's one person in the world who's ever said no. I'll tell you one person said no to Andrew. Josh, <laughs> Jimmy, and I flew to meet Andrew in Salt Lake City. I think it was Four Foods Group, Four Food Groups, to right. Alonzo. Group. We toured the office and, and he wanted to invest in the company. And, and I, you know, forgetting the details, but he said no to Andrew. I thought Andrew is, it was just, uh, it was brilliant. We laugh about it all the time because I just think it's really funny. There's one person in the world who said no. It was, it was uh, Josh Goodman.
0: That's wow, this is shatsy. This really is raw and unfiltered. I was going to say, hey, old wound, meat ripping off scab, they're great. We, no, we it joke was great.
1: about it. We it see Andrew so joke crazy. about it all the time. And I think and Josh and Andrew something. have have spoken uh, many times since. But yeah, it's so that's a great it's a great story. And we're And now we're 45 investments uh, later and uh, and still opening restaurants. That's amazing. Yes, yes, yes.
0: I I think Shatzi, first of all, his his answer to your question, which I always actually I love that question. And his answer was um, uh, actually brutally uh, honest and unfiltered. I wish I could tell you that there was this intentionality um, of how we identified a a void in the market um, and and tried to fill it. But the truth is, Shatzi has always been a great friend to tech entrepreneurs, um, we we didn't have an investment platform in our restaurant company. We didn't have an advisory platform. We're a restaurant group, and Chachi's thought was, how do you know what technology can and cannot help you unless you're willing to engage with the technology community? So there are about a dozen, or maybe maybe even two dozen companies that are now household names that we knew. Our restaurants knew as beta tests, as beta companies or beta testers, um, PowerPoint presentations, and the joke on us is we didn't make it die. Um, but but I'm not a golfer, but I understand the concept of you can't go back and redo golf swings. So all I'll say is when Chats, he was telling me about the friction between technologists and operators, um, it did seem to me that there was a lack of utilization of of, of subject matter experts. Um, And I was in the financial world and and running a firm, an investment firm in a different asset class. And that convertible note question came my way. I did have to ask Shatsy, why is he asking me about this? And that really led to the discussion. And Brandon, Ventures really started off as a hobby of three people deploying capital until we realized this should be more than that. And we formalized the company, and, and here we are almost five years later, um, having a nice afternoon with you, my friend. But there but it go. really did start with a question of what to, what's the convertible note. Jimmy, do you hear something?
1: All right, let's do it. What's that, Jimmy? It sounds like we're going to do the food service feud. I mean, that and sounds like it's it. time for the great, really great <laughs> segment right now, Jimbo. Great segue. We got the food service feud coming right now, Jimmy. Are you ready? Yeah, Otto, the are you theme. ready?
0: Yeah. The attorneys of uh, Family Feud, That there is no imitation. Uh, do not send any letters. That theme song came out of nowhere. I have no idea where that came from. I thought you <laughs> wrote that song.
1: <laughs> well, anyway, listen, we got a great uh, food service feud. Jimmy, Otto, get your buzzers ready. We asked every Tuesday on LinkedIn, we throw a poll, fun question, something about food, hospitality, travel, leisure, that whole thing. And we did a great question we asked. We asked over 100 uh, random folks, and we actually got 37 billion responses. That's right, 37 billion responses. It nearly took down the server at LinkedIn. Microsoft has called us and asked us, requested, please, no more polls. You're killing the whole LinkedIn. It's, it's crashing the servers. Anyway, are you ready for the question?
0: Yes, and you're so good with numbers, Chaty. I love it. So good. So good.
1: Which pizza chain has the best pizza pie? Go. Bing bing. Jimbo? Papa John's. Number one answer on the board is Papa John's. I know you can't steal, but you can just throw out and see. You know, can you guess? Can you guess two, three, and four? Um. Little Caesars. Little Caesars on the board coming at number three and number two. Jimbo, you want to go one more? CZ's. CZ's is number four. And number two is Ah. Domino's. 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 I was just back I was back in the shack, baby. I was back in shack. I know, you, I know what you were doing. I know what you were doing. But, you know, uh, CeCe's our friend, the non-gall. We can always back him a little bit too, right? I, I, that's why I gave, I gave him
0: the second guess. But I mean, was, I think uh, we all,
1: we can say what you want. I mean, coming from New York, I think we know something about pizza. But at the end of the day, you know, Domino's, uh, in in the right circumstances, anywhere in the world, I would say it still, uh, you know, it hits the spot.
0: There it's go. it's really good. And by the way, Shaquille and Neil celebrated his birthday not so long ago, quite recently. Happy birthday, Shaq! Call me. Hey, happy birthday, our very dear
1: friend, Shaq.
0: Very dear friend. Very dear friend. Listen, uh, at the top of the episode, we played a little game: two truths and a lie. We listed three facts about our friend Otto. Two are true. One is false. Quick review. Here were the three facts. Otto was kicked out of school for hacking into the school computer network. Fact two. Otto speaks four languages fluently. Fact three. Otto played professional soccer for eight years. Shaxi, care to guess.
1: Yeah, I gotta tell you, Jimmy, I really I thought about this throughout the entire episode. That's probably why I was spaced out a little bit. And I tell you right now, he definitely Otto speaks four languages because he's from Brazil. He lives in Miami. And and I'm speaking English right now, so I'm sure he'd probably throw a little maybe German in there, maybe French. I don't know what he's got. Maybe Italian because he's, you know, he's got that Italian. I thought
0: I thought, he, I thought he might go with Spanish, like Portuguese, Spanish. Well, he, he lives in uh, Miami. He has
1: to speak Spanish. That was the Miami thing. If you live in Miami, he's speaking right. Spanish. But, you know, right. but, uh, yes, Brazil, the Portuguese, English, you know, and obviously he's probably, you know, French, Italian, who the hell knows, but he's got something else in there. Okay. Uh, probably All not right. Latin. Uh, and I got to tell you, You know, he said he, you know, the whole computer thing. So I know that he hacked into his high school to change his grades. He was doing like a little Ferris Bueller. He had probably a C minus or whatever. And him and his boys probably hacked in and be like, you got A's now, buddy. You know what I mean? So I would say
0: he did not play professional soccer. Oh, he's from Brazil. But he
1: didn't play professional soccer. Go,
0: Jimmy. All right. Chats is going with hacking. He got kicked out of school for hacking the school computer at four languages. Otto, what do you got for us?
2: He's, absolutely right.
1: Oh, <laughs> right, Give me, he's right, absolutely right. He's absolutely right. I did I, get cautioned on this, man. If this was a profession, right. forget about it.
0: <laughs> this could be your. This could be your gig, man. This could wow, be gig. man! I'm actually really impressed. Uh, so, what are the four? What are the four, what's? What are the four languages? I think I got three out of the four. Obviously, yeah, you guys got go three,
2: three out of the four, right? So, English, obviously, Spanish, Portuguese, and Arabic. Right? Middle Eastern.
0: Ah, I, I, went I went German. Yeah. Way off on that. Way off. There you go. That, that, um, mean, that, that, that was not a good guess. And how about the storm? Awesome. I yeah, kick, and I knew that. Out. Well, Were yeah. you changing grades? Were you pulling the Ferris Bueller? What were you doing to get kicked you, out of school? Uh, you know, school? again, I used to read hacking
2: books for fun. I was a big nerd when I was a kid. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, in Chicago, it was my first year in the States. I was a ninth grader in Chicago and uh, I hacked into the library system. And yes, I was able to take down the whole security. I was able to navigate through the folders of different faculty members. I was able to do a lot of things. Uh, and so I you, was- you changed your
1: grades and you got all of your absentees removed.
2: Your absences. I, 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 can't, I can't say what happened. All I can I mean, tell you I, is that I've graduated I mean, The statute of
1: limitations school. is passed on that, I think. <laughs> But yeah. I'm not yeah. Jimmy's yeah. half brother. You got to ask him. And although
2: yeah. I did play soccer when I was a kid, it was not professionally. It was just for fun because I'm Brazilian. I Brazil. I mean, <laughs> I know you played
1: soccer. I mean, yeah. <laughs> well, listen. Let's jump in. Let's jump into the Brandon Quickfire, okay? Pincho Edition. Uh, Brandon Quickfire Pincho Edition. Otto, we're going to ask you five lightning round questions. I don't want you to think too hard. Just whatever first thing that comes to your mind. That's what you want to say. Are you ready, sir? Yes, sir. Favorite cult classic movie?
2: Oh, crap. Um, Bloodsport. Ooh, good one. Yeah, is Old good school. Guy. Either that or Top Gun. Those are my favorite two from old school cult movie. Oh, I got to tell you.
1: You know what Jimmy's favorite Shut movie you. is? The second Top Gun. He saw Office. it eight times oh. on the plane. It's the I'm first movie he's oh. seen since Rocky. <laughs> Yes,
0: it's a long, it's a
1: long flight. The original yeah. Rocky. I'm talking the Rocky like '76. You know oh what I mean, gosh. not like Rocky That's Nine. Where are you getting dinner from tonight?
2: Ah, I'm actually going to Sushi Garage in the Grove.
1: Ooh, nice. the Grove. I'm loving the Grove. I'll be down there uh, next week, loving the Grove.
2: Oh, your you favorite here.
1: food? Favorite food city in the world, sir? San Francisco. Gotta tell you, Jimmy and I were there not too long ago. We went to that. Where did we go, to Jimmy? The House of Prime Rib, 1949.
0: I gotta tell you, House of Prime Rib. Yeah, I mean, I
1: gotta tell you, un- unbelievable, unbelievable. This segment was sponsored by the House of Prime Rib since 1949, serving prime rib. Where's your favorite place to travel? <laughs> Mykonos, Greece. Yeah. Ah, good Mykonos. food, good beaches, good, good weather. Okay, if you were to challenge Jimmy Rod. To a game of hide-and-seek, who do you think you would have an easier time finding? Jimmy, stand up. <laughs> J- Jimmy's Jimmy's got a brace on his leg right now, okay? <laughs> He's wearing a green, a green St. Paddy's Day shirt. I mean, he stands out like a sore thumb. As soon as you said, ready or not, here I come, you would see Jimmy running. <laughs> no, but you um, guess, guess. Who would you have a better time? Look how little I, I am! I can go, squirm into like a little hole.
2: I think I'll have an easier time finding you, Shotzi. Honestly, I, think fine, I, I you find me. Are you kidding? You, I,
1: not, I blend totally in. Look perfect. at me. Look at
2: me. I stay inside. Yeah, but, you can't
1: even yeah. see me. I know
2: it'll take it'll take ten seconds before you say something, and I can hear your voice, and
1: I can <laughs> know where you are for sure. sure. I got to tell I, you. Yes, I'm gonna tell yes, you, I, I would be giggling. I'd be giggling when you were near me.
0: <laughs> I gotta tell you, our producer loaded this question up to get Shad to win. Shad was pushing you auto to get a win, but you actually held firm. Shadzi has such attention deficit disorder; the chance of him staying quiet. If you didn't stay quiet for those ten seconds, it's zero. I think you're you're right. You nailed you nailed my brother. I'm Jackson. just picturing Jimmy like trying to fit into the closet and move
1: the coats and stuff, <laughs> you know. I, <laughs> and then you I open, open the closet me. and
0: Jimmy's standing there like in a coat, you know. <laughs> I am fiercely competitive, and even though I might carry a little more size than you, I would freaking hide and I'd stay hidden. I'd stay hidden. Well, I know the hidden one thing: you'd stay
1: quiet. I would giggle. I would laugh and giggle. I would,
0: All right, that's good fun. Listen, Otto, we want to thank you so much for joining us uh, on the podcast and for sharing all those great insights. Uh, We appreciate uh, what you and the entire team at Pinchos uh, are doing, um, and that includes your partners and our friends at Savory. Uh, Your work in the hospitality industry at this time is—you're on a great run. We're so excited, genuinely, for your continued success. Um, If you want to get in touch with Otto directly, you can email the Branded team uh, at podcast at brandedstrategic.com. That's podcast at brandedstrategic.com. We'd be happy to make the introduction uh, for you. Uh, To our listeners, we want to thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, We see new podcasts launching all the time, and we welcome it. It's a great forum. It's a great way to share um, thought leadership and ideas, so we continue to support our friends, but we also are so appreciative. appreciative of how our subscriber base, our listening base is growing exponentially. And and that's awesome. We want to thank you for that. Um, If you haven't done so already, please subscribe to our podcast. You don't miss out on any of the exciting guests we have coming up in the future. And better yet, invite a friend to hang out with us the next time. So again, to our friend Otto, uh, appreciate you and um, and continued success and look forward to raising a glass with you soon, my friend. I'll pass it back to my boy Shatzi. Yeah, Close thanks, 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 Jimbo and uh,
1: Otto. How do we find Pinchos? What do we got? What, what's the URL? There's it Pinchos.com. Yeah,
2: Pincho.com. No S. P I N C
1: H O. All right, everybody, you heard it. Best burger in all the land. Pincho.com opening in Houston, Texas, very soon. Mother's kebab recipe speaks. Eight languages, professional soccer player. He's everything you could ever want. Uh, Thank you, my friend, to be a guest. This is Shatsy Restaurant Guy signing off Hospitality Hangout. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, guys.
0: Cheers, everybody. Thank you.